Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ramble. Pretty basic. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic, your favorite podcast in on the internet app webs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also brought to you by Lana Del Rey's favorite vloggers. Lana Del Rey's favorite vloggers. I'm just, Lana Del Rey's, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm going to really stop saying it. <laughs> I, I was just kidding. kidding but, <laughs> and I know it's probably, people are like, they're never going to shut up about it. No, I'm just scared we're going to jinx it one day. I will say uh, when I posted it initially, a future guest of ours, can I say a future guest of ours? Yeah. She commented, Tana Mojo, she commented and said, please never stop talking about this. So you're, you're allowed to. So I'm allowed to, but also, I mean, <laughs> I promise I am done with it. I was just being silly, but <laughs> we are her favorite vloggers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you started overthinking everything that you put out? Oh my God, no. Literally yesterday I filmed a vlog and it took me a while to kind of get in the, re- I was exhausted and I was just like, am I overthinking everything? Cause now I just feel like I'm watching this through a different lens. But then I had a moment, I took a nap and then I woke up and I was like, Alicia, like literally that didn't happen. Like now I'm gaslighting <laughs> myself into thinking it didn't happen. So like, I'm like, oh, just keep doing what you've normally been doing and being a, a derpy nerd in your videos. I love that. Yeah. I, um, I've gone on live since it happened. I've done- <laughs> Press tour. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a press tour. But no, actually like I was on live and I posted a vlog. I've posted just anything that I've posted like TikToks all of the comments now are like in the live, they're like, hi, Lana, Lana's watching this. Or like in the TikTok comments, like, oh my God, I can't believe Lana watches these TikToks too. So I just think it's like a funny inside joke now for everyone, but I do understand if you're annoyed of it, we are on the the tail end of it, I just want to say. No, you know what's funny is it reminds me, you know when you watch your own story multiple times and then you're thinking of a crush or like someone who, then you start seeing it from their perspective. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, let me pretend I'm them. And then you watch it again as if you haven't watched it a million bajillion times. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get it. So obviously we are back here in the studio. A few days ago, we actually uploaded a bonus episode and that was all about our, you know, our our Lana moment. Um, and I loved the comments on that though, because so many people were saying how it felt like they were with us. Yes. And then it was also weird because I uploaded my vlog and I didn't realize how much we said her name. <laughs> in my vlog before before, before yeah. meeting her so I'm editing it I'm like oh my god like what and then so many people were commenting saying it's so weird knowing what happened and watching the vlog of everything for sure for sure um, but we did do a bonus episode and I think we should do more bonus episodes like that like that was so fun um and I love how it kind of I don't know it just felt like an extra little a little boost I loved it I had so much fun I can't believe that in the beginning of the episode I 
before we even started recording, I was like, you guys cried. And then we sit down. I'm like, the tissues are there. And then I sob. The remnants of my my sobbing is still here. We have my mascara on this tissue here. Um, I just cried so hard for Ollie. And I'm just still so happy for him. And it's just so funny, like, how many people have either, like, reached out to us behind the scenes. We went to the Kids' Choice Awards, like, two days later. And we literally got recognized for the video like the one they're like were you in the Lana video we're like that's us we got like we went to dinner later that night and we went to like a birthday party dinner and we didn't know everyone there and they look at us and they're like oh my god we saw the video are you okay and both of us in unison no we're unwell we said we're We're unwell unwell. (laughs) it's just so fun how excited everybody got for us and with us Uh uh-huh and we are still unwell and yes I'm gaslighting myself into believing it was all a Zoloft dream (laughs) and none of it was real Mm -hmm. and I can just continue on and not overthink anything in my life I agree with that and I too feel that way if you're watching the video you may think Remy what beautiful stylish clothing am I wearing today it's pretty basic merch everybody and we have a new uh line dropping or new Mm -hmm. collection dropping if you can see the pretty basic hat I will just put it out there that I am wearing the pretty basic sweatshirt and we did have a bit of a manufacturing issue with the sample if you buy the real one it will not say this but the front does say pretty basic cocktail because the back is really cute we've got this cute like cocktail graphic design it looks like a martini glass it's in pink super cute the front Mm -hmm. was supposed to just say pretty basic but uh someone on the like someone who printed the sweatshirt didn't get the memo took the creative liberty to put Pretty basic cocktail, which uh, when my hair does cover up half of it, it does say pretty basic cock. So we <laughs> will be changing that just so you know. I, You know what's funny though? Now that we're drawing attention to it, I know all the comments are going to say, no, we want this one. That <laughs> similar energy to when I made Be Silly, Be You, Be Yourself. Yes. And everyone wanted my ugly fake merch. I hope you know, I've gotten rid of a lot of, let's be real, influencers merch over the years, you know? Mm-hmm. Go to local like donation store. You will find them. Yep. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and uh, that one is one I will probably frame. Ah. <laughs> I will never get rid of that one. I um Parker was over. This was a long time ago. Parker was over. Parker's um, our stylist, by the way. Yes, our stylist. She was over helping me go through my closet to get rid of things. So I kind of just let her do her thing. I said, hey, like I was super busy that day. I was like, hey, just go up. I trust your judgment. Anything you think I should get rid of, mm-hmm. just toss it in a pile or donate or whatever. Um. And then I'll go through the piles, but like, just have fun, go at it. She's like, okay, amazing. So a few hours later, I think I was filming that day. And then I come back up and I see all the piles. And I was like, oh my God, perfect. This is amazing. Um, and there were, I'm not going to lie, a few things that I went, <gasps> and one of those things was your merch. She didn't like it. She was like, yeah, like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, oh, you can't get rid of that one. And then I explained the whole thing to her and she's like, okay, that makes so much more sense. But I pictured it from a stylist perspective of like Alicia Marie, why is this in your closet? That's what I told you. I was trying to make it ugly, but everyone for some reason loved it. I did actually get rid of mine. <gasps> I, I know, I've told you this already. I did like a month after I like, I donated it and then Everybody was upset with me you for donating it. You could have sold that. I, I could have honestly. Cal still has his though, so we can share okay, it. Good. It's we okay. can auction it off. We, we could, could do have. a giveaway. Like you win the one of three. Well, now it's one. Wait, one of three. I want to know who has it now. Think about it. It's Someone. probably somewhere at a Goodwill. I know. Maybe if you live somewhere, in the greater some, LA surrounding area. <laughs> someone's wearing, be silly, be happy, be yourself. What if they just like found it in Goodwill and were like, this is sick. This is sick. And if you are new and you don't know, like two years ago, Remy pranked me 
during um, Vlogmas where she got me merch and pretended that it was hers. So when she, I opened it, you could see the distress on my face being like, oh no, do I help her? Like, do I say that it looks bad? But in my head, I was, I was thinking, this is a prank. But that 10% of me was Just like, what if this isn't a prank? I made it a bright green sweatshirt with like really cursive ugly font with an infinity sign. Mm -hmm. And on the font, it said, be silly, period. Be you, period. Be yourself. Can I say it was so chuggy? It was camp. It was campy. <laughs> I know. Um, maybe we'll bring it back for a special edition one I day. I would live, laugh, love. I, I would also live, laugh, love if it did like better than any other merch I put my no, back into. I'm being dead ass. I'm sure it I would. That whole, that whole Big Bear trip you did, like the four day merch shoot you did. Yep. Yep. This will do so much better. Blow it out of the water. Blow it out of the water. <laughs> um, anyways, how are you? How have you been? I feel like we've been hanging out a lot lately in a good way. Not that we're sick of each other. <laughs> I know. I've been seeing you so much lately. Um, which is such a beautiful push and pull of the podcast because it's so fun when we come to the podcast. We haven't like kikied in a while and we're like, oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. But right now I feel like I know everything that's going on in your life, but our listeners don't know everything that's going on. And I feel as though you might want to share with them what they've all been waiting for that I have been blessed to know already. Wait, wait to spin this on me. I asked you how you're doing. Oh, I'm doing <laughs> honestly not that well. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I mean, we're only, well, I'm only laughing because you're laughing. Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, with ups comes downs. What goes up must come down. Um, I mean, if I'm being fully honest with everybody right now, obviously, if they listen to the last couple episodes and have just even been keeping up with my life since January 1st of this year, like there's been so much amazing stuff going on and it's been so much fun. But also, I am just feeling a little overwhelmed mm -hmm. and I feel like this always happens with me you know when so many good things are happening to you it's obviously such a blessing and you're like this is amazing but then in the back of your head you're also like okay well when is this gonna end what bad thing is gonna come I do that too um and I know we're similar that way and it sucks because you want to live in the moment and like have so much enjoy all the fun things that are happening but there's always that little voice in the back of your head thinking like it's too good to be true too good to be true yes. something bad's gonna be coming I know you're going to jinx it. Yeah. I've been thinking that that along with, I think just having so many things on my plate. And again, they're, they've been amazing, like career highs, life highs. So amazing. At the same time, it also has been just a lot for me as an individual, just uh, schedule wise. I've been feeling very overwhelmed mm -hmm. and um, I feel like I just haven't had a lot of time for my personal life lately. Like I haven't seen Cal really at all this week. I feel like I'm just like, I do something and I go out, I leave the house all day and I come back home and he's going to bed already. Like, yeah. I feel so bad. I called him. I was like, I miss you so much. I'm so sorry. He's like, he's like, it's okay. You're just so famous. I was like, don't <laughs> say that. Like I actually, I miss him so much. And I miss just like being with the dogs and just like that sense of normalcy. Again, just to clarify, beyond blessed, blessed beyond belief, cannot believe these things are happening. And I also, feel so lucky. Sorry, I have to interject. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that Cal works so early. Mm -hmm. So he- I feel like anytime I'm over, he always has to go to bed early because he has to be up at like four or five. Like he's yeah. up so early. So your schedules really don't match each other's that way. Mm -mm. And he works from home. So he's just like home, like working. Maybe we'll leave for like the occasional appointment, grocery shopping, whatever, but like is very home most of the time, which I am too usually, but I've just been gone so much mm -hmm. lately. Um, so it's been a little bit overwhelming on my schedule, but beyond blessed again and so happy. Isn't it so weird how 
you can miss someone when you're physically together yeah a lot like there's even been times in our friendship where we see each other all the time whether it's the podcast or you know you know we're vlogging filming like we're just seeing each other physically a lot but at the same time you can still miss someone for sure and that's even like a problem that cal and i had in our relationship when we first moved in together because both of us I took quality time or my, my idea of quality time was different than what he was envisioning as quality time. Like to him, just sitting in a room together Mm. felt like, oh, but we're hanging out. But for me, I was like, no, like my idea of hanging out is like going out somewhere. But his idea of like, um, quality time is being home together in the same room, but just having conversation, like just being together physically for him is different than my idea. So for you, quality time is like going out on a date. I think that just also, yeah, I think honestly in my head, I'm like, if we're home, we're kind of more like roommates. Yeah. And when we're out and about and doing like activities or going on a trip or something, that to me feels much more like quality time but obviously that's not happening all the time like trips are so far and few I don't know but we figured it out and we we feel good and like I just miss seeing him I haven't seen him at all lately yeah I'm so curious what listeners who are on YouTube who can comment what your idea of quality time is because I feel like me think I guess for me one it depends on the person like quality time with you I think is us out doing more us having deep talks like I guess that's more words of affirmation though no not affirmation I guess quality time I'm like tell me your life story like tell me everything about you but I feel like even in relationships like quality time I could be at home chilling and just cuddling on the couch and would see that more as quality time too but I've never lived with a significant other it just goes I mean it goes in ebbs and flows and there have been times where I mean even times I'm sure where we're sitting and I'm like at home and I'm thinking this is quality time and he's like this isn't like we need to go out and do something so it just goes back and forth but also phones don't help no, and that's the thing. Because mm. sometimes I'm like, just let's just sit in the same room and scroll on TikTok together. <laughs> and that's time. not quality time. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. It just depends. Granted, this is my sister and not a significant other, but Ashley always gets pissed when she says, let's watch a movie. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I'm so down. And then she's like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, I don't really care. And here's the thing. She should know if I say I don't really care, that means, yes, I'm going to be on my phone the whole time. <laughs> so go ahead and watch whatever you want because I don't really care. But when I'm thinking, no, I really want to watch a rom-com. We have different movie styles. She hates rom-coms. She hates anything that's like cheesy or like girly. She hates reality shows. And I love like a deep thinker type show, movie, I'm even down for violence and stuff, but I have to be in the mood to watch that where she's constant. Like she always jokes that she's a dude in that way because all of her boyfriends and her past have always loved her movie taste mm-hmm. because she's kind of like a dude, like just loves like action, um, all of that stuff, murder stuff, like all of that stuff um, where I'm like, wait, but you you don't want to watch um, Cheaper by the Dozen. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, you don't want to watch um, I Feel Pretty. I'm like, you don't want to watch. The-. She's like, no, not really. So anytime she's out of town, Lexi and I, who's a good friend. She lives down the street. So she's over a lot. Um, Lexi and I love rom-coms. So we're, we're always like, Ashley's not here. Let's watch whatever we want to watch. Aww. Or it was also, it was, sorry, I'm on a tangent. It was Lexi's birthday a few weeks ago. So she's over. It was me, Ashley and Lexi. And Ashley was like, okay, what movie do we want to watch? How about this? How about this? And I was like, Lexi wants to watch a rom-com because that's her favorite. And it was her birthday. And she was like, yeah, maybe we can watch this. And Ash seemed so not interested. And I was like, Ashley, it's her it's birthday. Her birthday. What'd you watch? Um, oh my God, we watched Wish Upon a Star, the old Disney movie. Hmm. No? Never no? seen it, no. No? With Katherine Heigl? Oh, I've seen the cover. I've never watched oh it. Oh my God, it is 
one so good i swear it shaped my childhood it was also so weird how instantly i like everything came back to my memory mm. like the outfits they were wearing and i remember just dreaming of wearing outfits like that like everything about it was crazy what was even more insane to me is technically it's a disney movie and we couldn't find it on the disney plus oh and then we found it on youtube it's for free y'all should watch it but i distinctly remember it used to be on disney channel and then when i was watching it it was so not disney appropriate now but you know there's this one scene where the younger sister's wearing this essentially like um like dominatrix outfit to school like because she's trying to get back at her sister and stuff and even like the the making out and all this i was like whoa disney would never now so it makes sense why it's not disney plus that makes but it is free on youtube go watch it it was great so that's what we watched pretty basic Side tangent, uh, name your top three favorite decoms and then we're gonna go into rom-coms. Okay, here's the thing. I suck at any question like this, but I will try. So you go first. <laughs> okay, top three decoms. Um, go figure, which I'm gonna be so honest, loved it as a kid. It was my favorite movie when it would play on Disney Channel. When Disney Plus came around, I that was the most, I was so excited. I think you were there. Yeah. I was so excited to watch Go Figure gonna be honest doesn't really stand up to what i thought it was <laughs> regardless number one uh stuck in the suburbs a very close <gasps> number two stuck in the suburbs wait that one was so good i loved i loved essentially like the rom rom-com equivalent mm-hmm. of a decom mm-hmm. um and then jordan cahill even though that wasn't like a rom-com but that one was good um and then i would say i mean obviously cheetah girls uh, oh yeah that specifically cheetah girls two though really i liked the one way better than two begun. i think the music was way better in two I don't wanna be are you kidding like uh strut the party's just I, begun mm, no i was a cheetah girls one through and through mm. i this is so embarrassing <laughs> I remember taking a tape recorder, putting it up the t- to the TV and recording oh, the songs. that's so cute. So I could listen to them again. That's that's women in STEM right there. A women in STEM. That's good. I was young. I don't think I had an iPod or they had just come out and they must've been expensive. Cause I remember like, you know, I my mom had this big like tape recorder thing and I'd like go up. What was, was your so first funny. iPod that you had? Oh, I had this green Nano. <gasps> I had the green Nano. The skinny one? Yeah, but <gasps> my first was the pink iPod mini. Oh, see, I didn't have that. I love, I wish I kept all those things. Oh my God, I just saw, it was, I was about to say an article. I just saw on TikTok that a woman sold her first iPod. Or was it iPhone? Yeah, I think it was iPhone that she never had opened. It was still in the box. Guess how much it was auctioned off for? 10,000. $63,000. shit. I remember my first memory of an iPod was I was in my dance class. It was a tap class. And my teacher came in and was like, I got this new music player. And we all ran over to look at it. And it was a white brick and do you remember it had the the dot oh my god mm-hmm. it, this is so crazy it had the little circle dial with a center button mm-hmm. and then it had four buttons at the top and it was like uh like go back skip back skip forward pause and stop oh my god and i remember and it was always like black and white remember like you could play games on them back in the day too no. if you went to menu there were like some like random games you could play okay, but snake the best Nokia game ever you'd play on your parents' phone. I didn't have a Nokia. Are you kidding me? Did you ever play Snake? No, I had Sprint my whole life. Wait, but you never ha- you never have played S- Snake? No, I don't think so. The, where you, you it, There's dots and you like, it gets bigger with every one. Are you kidding no, me? I always had Sprint until like a couple years ago. And 
every time I would get a phone, like Sprint would make their own, like generic, not yeah. generic, but like Sprint version yeah, of yeah. a phone. Like the chocolate. All I, like I wanted, the, all I wanted was the chocolate. All I wanted was sidekick. the sidekick. All I wanted was the razor. razor. I would go on eBay and bid. I was like, I would bid on razors and my dad would be like, First of all, you have no money. Second of all, <laughs> you don't have, we have Sprint. You can't use that. And I had the Sprint equivalent of the razor, which was called the Katana. Oh my God. I, I'm going to pull up a photo for you, wait. but please give me your decom faves. Oh my God. Wait, that's insane. I can't, Remy, that was a, like, you don't under, we have to have you play it. Okay. I mean, I'll do it. I just don't get like, <laughs> was that only a Nokia thing? The Sprint equivalent of oh my the God. razor. My first phone, like. Sanyo lit up on the sides and I loved it. Also, it, it was indestructible. I remember throwing that thing everywhere. It fell down multiple flights of stairs at point, different points. That's like a meme, like Nokia phone specifically, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, top three DCOMs is really hard for me because it depends what mood I'm in. But thinking back, the ones that I would watch a lot, like over and over again, 13th year, Ashley had a huge, huge crush. Is that the mermaid guy? Yes. Okay. It's so weird how like we oh had different God. childhoods. You know what I mean? Like, how did you not just freak out when I said that? You know, <laughs> it's fine. Um, 13th year, smart house. I loved when they threw the party and to clean that easy. Oh my God, my wet dream. Smart house. <laughs> smart house just freaked me out a little bit. Well, it's crazy is now we pretty much all have smart houses. I, yes. I'm constantly like, okay, Google. Do I this. know when I, I know. I think of that every time I have Google do something like extra, like can, the lights or something. Can we change Google's name? Probably, uh, maybe not, I don't know. Oh my God, I, I made Ashley, <laughs> wow, I'm just such a little sister. I changed Ashley's thing. Um, I changed Ashley's Google home to say that her name was bitch. So it'd be like, you're welcome, bitch. <laughs> it was funny as fuck. <laughs> um, anyways, 13th year, um, I, I loved Johnny Tsunami, Brink, Motocross, Double Team, the basketball one, loved that one. I, see, I can't count like Cheetah Girls movie like that. All, like that. Those are not DCOMs to me. Those are like Oscar winning. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 well, technically like High School Musical 1 and 2. Yes. Maybe even 3 technically. I don't count those at D, as DCOMs. I like they are, but they're not. I me. understand that. I do get that. Um, But yeah. Okay. Favorite rom-coms now? Because I, your Ashley is my cow. Yes. I love a rom-com. I love a I rom-com. eat that shit up. And they don't make them like they used to. No, which I, okay, this is a tangent, but. It's okay, we've been tangenting for like 30 minutes. <laughs> um, yes, I saw, I forget who it was. I, It was a well-known actor who does producing and it was this interview with him and he was expl- he was big in a lot of rom-coms, especially in the like early 2000s and stuff. And basically- Ashton Kutcher, right? Was it Ashton Kutcher? I don't, but someone, it was someone like that. I don't okay. know if it was him, but it was someone equivalent. Um. And he was saying the reason why everyone kind of stopped doing rom-coms was because you knew when you made a rom-com, it wouldn't perform the best in like the box office. Like you knew it was what it was, but you really banked on selling DVDs to make up that difference. Ah. And now that everything's streaming, they lost that. So most studios don't want to produce them because unless like compared to Marvel or these franchises that make so, you know, Stranger Things and stuff like, Unless it's that level, like most studios don't want to touch a simple rom-com because it's not going to bring in anything close to it. Yeah. And that made so much sense because DVDs like that, like the thought of going to the video store and renting. Oh my, we talked about Blockbuster this morning. Blockbuster, literally. I I mean, I understand that, but like how come the ones that are going out on streaming are not good still? I think because people, I think now there's a lot of 
Wait, do you mean the ones that are trying to look like the old ones or the newer yeah, ones? Yeah, like obviously there's that um, Ticket to Paradise, which was the Julia Roberts and George Clooney yes. one that just came out. I watched the trailer and I didn't personally care to watch that one. Yeah. And to me, that's like a similar-ish trope. I like that they're parents now though. I think that's really yeah. cool. But like that was a similar vibe. Obviously that one with Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon yes. that just came out so bad no I heard it was really bad it was so I couldn't get past the first 30 minutes I mean, and that is my bread and butter and here's the thing we watched Lindsay Lohan's movie okay and also that one bad. no that one was so bad but it was so good because it was bad like it was so good because it was her and I was just so happy to see her like acting again I, and like but here's the thing like obviously Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher and George Clooney and Julie Roberts who have all been Lindsay Lohan have been in like iconic rom-coms before. So they have the chops. Mm -hmm. Why is it so bad now? I honestly, I think now back then, I don't think they knew what was going to be a hit because there were so many rom-coms and then there's like the ones that stand out. Yeah. So I feel like now they're trying to recreate it. You know what I mean? And they're, they're overcompensating in certain areas or it's like, oh, let's make us cheesy. Like every rom-com is cheesy. Let's be real. But um, oh my God, what's that one with Ryan Reynolds? I love it. With, oh, the, with the daughter. The, definitely, oh, definitely maybe. maybe. I put that in my top, top. Me too. Top three. Definitely maybe. Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yep. Um, oh, what's the one with Katherine Heigl and what's his name? Gerard Butler. Yes. Uh, The Ugly Truth. Ugly Truth. That one is really love good. Love that one. Um, The Holiday is like another one of my favorites. I'm not a holiday girl and I'm not, I always my get face. the holiday mixed up also with that British one with Hugh Grant. That's what I'm talking about, the holiday. Is that the holiday? Yeah, that's the holiday. And what's the one with um Jack Black? He's in that too. No, no, there's two. Wait. And they're very similar and I get them mixed up and I don't like either of them. The holiday is Cameron Diaz, isn't it? Yeah, Cameron Kate Diaz, Winslet. Jack Black. Yeah, and then there's the Hugh Grant one where he has the secretary and it's British. I know, I, I get them mixed up Wait. every time. Wait. She, there's like a secretary and there's like a little school, like recital, little boy. He has a crush on the girl. They go to the airport. Love actually. Oh, I was like, he's in that too. Is he in both? <laughs> yeah, Hugh, Hugh Grant in has range. Oh he's my in my God. favorite. I, he, I'd put it in my, honestly, maybe, I think number one, music and lyrics with him and Drew Barrymore. Oh my God. So I forgot about that underrated. One underrated. I think I only Pop watched that once. Goes my heart. We got to watch it. Okay, let's do it. I let's wish I could it. have told Drew that to her face. Um, what are your other ones? Um, definitely maybe um there are so many. 13 going on 30. Devil Wears Prada. Oh my god, Devil Wears Prada. Iconic. I can that's yeah. That's All the iconic mind. ones. Um I would say Devil Wears Prada was a big one for me. One of my favorites actually is um it's complicated. With Meryl Streep and Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin yes. and John Krasinski. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, yes. good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I know I'm blanking. I know I'm going to read the so comments many. on this video and everyone's going to say ones that I completely forgot. Even DCOMs. I know there's so many. I also love Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan and Chris Pine. I've never seen that. No. No. <laughs> no. I don't think I've ever seen She's that. She's like really lucky and then he's really unlucky and then they kiss one night and the luck switches. switches. <gasps> it's so What was the chokehold of writers with switching like there were so many parent trap equivalents. There were so many with like Lindsay. Even um Wish Upon a Star is about switching. I love it. Um I love what it. What was that one called? Just my luck. When did it come out? Like 2000, let me guess. Oh. Wait, do it. 2000. <gasps> 2008. Six. Good Damn. job. I did not know that was Chris Pine. Yeah. Chris Pine. Oh my God. Might quite possibly be the best of the Chris's. 
love just chatting about this stuff. <laughs> I could do this all day. I was gonna say what happened to um your Chris Evans. What happened, Ram? This is a 180 over here. I'm happy for him and his love, but I don't know. I mean, is he hot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he still up there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Something about Chris Pine. Captain America's ass isn't doing it for you anymore. I mean, he's not even Captain America anymore. I know. But I do love Anthony Mackie a lot. I yes. love them all. So exciting. You, you know Chris <laughs> Pine was at the Kids' Choice Awards. I know. Okay. I was there too. Oh, I just didn't see you freak out. <laughs> That's I was like, wait, you did see him, right? <laughs> he looked great. He's in that new movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Look at that free promo. Hey. That's a movie? Yeah, that's oh, what it was. You know, there's like a celebrity Dungeons and Dragons team, not team, but like this group of like a lot of hot celebrity men get together and, and have play. like a night. It's um Sofia Vergara's husband, Joe. Oh my God. Mangiana. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say his last name, but I watched this video. I don't know how it ended up on my YouTube page, but it was like him buying this like expensive <laughs> custom table so they could play. Oh my God. And he had it like, like craned in. It was really cool. <laughs> Instead of like poker night with the boys. They played, it's like, it's dragons. like a famous thing though. They've yeah. done it for years. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyways, um, so that's how I've been. How have you been? Oh my God, honestly, great. Um, as you were alluding to earlier, I went on a date on Friday night. <gasps> Are you going to give us the tea or how like how in depth are you going to go with your dating life? Because obviously I said a little too much on here. I am a more private person than you, so I won't do the nitty gritty details. But is that surprising? You know what I mean? No, not not shocked. Not at all. It was really good. I I think the main thing that it I really learned from that was how much I hate the dating apps. <laughs> really? Yes, because um, this was set up because I know a mu- we have a mutual friend and they kind of like helped set it up and stuff. So um, I know he's like followed me on socials for like a little bit. So it was easier being so comfortable and being myself knowing he knows exactly what I do. Um, he's literally seen me post myself looking like a full fetus with no makeup, like a little toe egg, like just like, like disgusting, you know? Um, And it made me realize how I never have felt that comfortable because in past days, especially with dating apps, I would, oh, why are you sitting there smiling at me? I'm just listening. (laughs) I'm, I'm just listening. Um, It made me think back to previous dates and there's been multiple ones where I, I never knew, do I go into what I do? Do I not go into what I do? And I know we've talked about this before with you and I feel like you can chat about anything and everything so it was easy for you to not talk about what you do. You're like, oh yeah, I work in social media and then drop it and then you'd have other combos. Like, not that this is my life, but it's a huge, huge part of my life and I'm so passionate about it. So it's hard to not talk about what I do. And now I'm thinking, oh my God, it must've been so awkward on those other dates. Well, I'm sure it wasn't, but in my head thinking, how did I not talk about like what I do or anything like that, even talking about traveling. It's just, I felt like before I would try to hide that in certain times because there were other dates where I did talk about it, but I definitely felt weird. So I don't know. I think overall, I just loved how comfortable I felt. And I didn't realize how much that was obviously a huge part of it. Um, and knowing that like he's already seen stuff, I didn't have to try to like hide that or feel embarrassed by it. Um, Cause here's the thing. In reality, so many people have, Ex, not expectations, um, preconceived notions. Preconceived notions of what an influencer does. So there's been plenty of times where I see that. You know, even when I there was one day I was on and someone, you know, they could definitely, you could tell they were like not into influencers. And then I also remember I know TK's talked about this before on her pod, but she went on a date and 
this guy made the comment saying influencers add no value to the world. This was before he knew what she did. Like, and she's sitting there just being like, oh fuck, like, here we go, here we go. And she wasn't that into him anyway, but that was obviously the deciding factor. She's like, okay, cool. Then later he asks, well, what do you do? And she was like, oh yeah, you know how you said that? I actually work for a really big influencer that she was still working for me at the time. She's like, I also do stuff myself. And he was so speechless and dumbfounded. He, his, his response was, well, I guess I just put my foot in my mouth. Like, I mean, what else do you say? Yes, but here's the thing too. Like, I think what's hard with it though is in the end, people can think whatever they want. Cause there are some really like vapid influencers who just love the fame and are like, hee hee, like whatever. But I also know that the majority of influencers I know are actually like boss bitches who work so hard or guys, but you know, like- Or just good people. Just good people. It's and like, like also what matters. Yes, and really smart people too. So obviously you can't change someone's perception of what they think of influencers, but when it comes to dating, it's kind of hard. I even had an interview yesterday um, and the girl was talking to me cause she's like, oh, I also do influencing. Like, how do you date? It's so hard. I don't know what to share, what not to share. And I was like, oh my God, no, I, I feel that because it is really hard. And I get why, especially with the apps. I was like, it's, it's just like, it's a lot. And us, I don't know. I know we talked about this years ago when you were dating and stuff, but, and I know we're so different, but how was it for you? Cause I feel like then I was listening, but now I'm like listening. I mean, I have a really bad memory to be so <laughs> honest. So it'd probably be better if you just go back and listen to old okay. episodes. Sorry. But I think, I just think it's so funny that you hate dating apps so much. Like every time, I mean, I appreciate and uh, respect that you give it your try. And it's not for, not everything is for everyone. I could try more though. I'm not saying I've tried and I'm like given up on it. I'm like, no, I like, I, I know so many, so many people who are happily almost engaged basically, like who met on apps. Like, so there's nothing against apps. Even Ashley met her boyfriend on an app. But I think because I already have social anxiety, <laughs> I feel like that just adds a whole extra layer where at least knowing, oh, they've followed me for a while or, or like, I know they're not weird through a mutual friend. I don't know, maybe that. No, and that makes complete sense. I just think it's so funny because I've never thought of it that way. But mm. when you explain it, it makes sense to me that way. Pretty basic. I, I think also I would always just make first dates not about me, especially like a first date. And I would just be very inquisitive and ask as many questions as possible to not talk about the fact yeah. that I was an influencer, uh, which maybe was a little deceitful looking back on it now. Not, oh. not, not quite deceitful, but just like, um, if they asked me what I did, I would say I work in marketing, which yeah. that is deceitful it, to a degree. It's but duplicity. I just also you think, know. great word, yeah. SAT. Yeah. I think also, I don't know. I, I would rather have spent the first date vibing it out to see if, because unfortunately there are a lot of people who do think that influencers are vapid and add no what was it? Add no value to, value the, world. to the world. <laughs> a lot of people think that. And uh, I don't want to waste my time trying to change someone's perception. Yeah. So, um, and the thing is every guy that I went on a date with, saw whatever it may be, uh, never had that reaction at all. Mm. Ever. I've, I've never dealt with that personally. I've just obviously heard and I understand that a lot of people do think that we're yeah. bad, and I understand that. Um, but I wouldn't have gone on a second date with them. So the first date, I yeah. feel like I'd always like get a, a vibe of like, okay, what is, how would they react? And then usually they were really cool. And then that was that. I remember this one It's kind of similar, but kind of not. I went on this one date with this guy who, um, he was like, oh yeah, I like my house and blah, 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 blah. Like so showing off. Right. 
um he was like yeah like um you know i'm thinking about doing this and i'm just gonna like uh whatever it's so, like yeah this this thing cost me so much money and it's just about like whatever and i was just sitting there because i'm also a homeowner but i was just sitting there like Hee-hee. and then um he was trying to show off so much and i was just like i this doesn't impress me like like i don't i'm not i don't think and i mean our girls which girls are like that like i've never met someone who's like oh my god he has like the the like i've never met someone who like i don't know it's such an ick to me well yeah understood i know it's just such an ick to me but i just thought of him i hated him i i (laughs) ghosted him i did the i did that i never really had a date that was like new yeah every guy that i saw was always like usually really nice it just didn't work out or they broke my heart but that's fine (laughs) (laughs) yep but that's fine but (laughs) that's an audio (laughs) yep yep, that's fine um but I don't know. I'm just proud of you for putting yourself out there. I totally respect. And we all understand you not wanting to share too much about it. Oh yeah. No overall date went well though. Yeah. Would go on a second date. Okay. Would go on a second date. Uh, what was like your favorite part of the date? Would you say? Um, I mean, <laughs> I hate when you don't know what someone fully looks like. And the fact that I walked in and he was the only person in the area. So I was like, ah, that's him. Like, like that was, I was like, yes. Like that's my social anxiety. Oh my God. I hate being like, okay, I'm standing here. Like, like, oh, I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Bye. Bye. Like I'm back home. My Uber's here. <laughs> I hate that shit. I hate having to be like, oh my God, I'm just gonna go sit. Oh, I hate Why it. Why is that so weird? Oh, I hate, no, I just, I get anxiety. I don't like it. I mean, I, I would always purposely show up like, five minutes late like not too late obviously. yeah yeah just a but like bit. five minutes so that they're first mm-hmm. they're there first and yeah. you don't have to do that oh no yeah so i know i get that i get that um but no my real answer to that was honestly i think just i think just feeling like wow i was completely myself i wasn't putting up a front like that was what i loved the most good and like the conversation was really good like it wasn't like i don't know it just wasn't awkward would you be more open to a date maybe with online dating if you guys followed each other for a little while beforehand then see you would think that but with raya you have access to the instagrams and that's the that's where i got that had the date with the guy who was so like vapid but in that case i felt like he was trying to impress me and i just like that was just an ick so maybe that was a separate thing but i don't know i mean there is a girl out there who will be very into that who's perfect for him i just can't you just weren't that girl i can't imagine i like some people love that there's someone for everyone yeah yeah. Not for you. Or maybe not for many. or maybe he'll learn like, oh, I don't need to like overcompensate. <laughs> but yes, I mean I'm proud of you. I'm excited for your dating journey. Are we feeling good? Are we feeling confident? <laughs> you, this is the epitome of our friendship. Remy's just like, oh my God, what's going on? I'm like, nothing, nothing. I love it though. I'm so proud of you. That's so exciting. Are you feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Okay, good. I just want to know who's who in this friendship. Like, like for people listening, like who's your Remy and who's the Alicia? You know what? We are. Huh. Um <laughs> fuck, what is it? Um, do you feel bonita? I feel bonita. <laughs> well, I'm wonderful because you look bonita. That's me. Did you post the one of you and Cal? Yes. Oh my God, it's so good. I'm Glinda and you're Alphaba. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> a thousand percent. I can't wait for your dating era. I have something to share with the class though about my dating <gasps> era. Yes. Which I think is just silly. It's just silly. Are you kidding? It's comical. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Some people might not think it's funny. I think it's just like, I was like, oh, anyways, um, there's this guy, which we all know Cal's my only ever boyfriend, but there's this guy that I, we were like never officially a thing, but it was like a weird. We've all had those. A weird 
a weird situation. Like definitely I think my weirdest situation I had throughout my entire entire single era. Anyways, we're like cool. We're buds. It was one of those like back and forth things, you know? Mm-hmm. Situation. Ne- but never actually but never actually was a thing. That's the thing about situationships. You don't know what they are. Oh. And it's a situation. That's weird. Do you think my first one was considered a situation ship? Yeah. That but that that's like a real situation ship. No, but this one doesn't feel real. Anyways. Y'all were a thing. Regardless. <laughs> We're, we're cool. We're cool. Yeah, you're buds. I was just, we're buds. <laughs> I was just like on Instagram, checking recently, scrolling, scrolling. And I see that they posted a story with their new significant other. Mazel, so excited for you. And <laughs> I happened to notice that they also got a puppy together. And they did name their puppy Remy. <laughs> R-E-M-I. I thought that was very interesting. Again, we weren't like, it's not like we're like actual exes. No, 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 no Remy. <laughs> That's weird. No, yes. it's funny. No, no, it's hilarious. Laugh is funny. Laugh, ha ha, funny. I just thought that was so silly. No, That's I'm so sorry. Silly. I mean, it is a Wait, beautiful name. I was name. gonna say, what kind of dog? A is it like a little dog? <gasps> oh yeah, it's a dachshund. Remy. Remy. Wait, okay. I just thought that was funny. I mean, he's obsessed with you. <laughs> no, like actually though, I. If even if my significant other loved a name that was my ex or ex situationship or whatever, I would go out of my way to not let them name the dog that. I will say it was it it wasn't a situation ship. It wasn't okay. But what do you th- even if his his new girl? I'm assuming I don't know. It was just a guy that I like definitely had feelings for at one point, and then it was like a back and forth thing, and then that was it. But I still think it's just silly because Remy is kind of a random name. No, R-E-M-I, not R-E-M-Y. the red to I the think my, in my opinion, I think, my opinion. in my opinion, I think an ex naming their dog after you is weird. An ex, yes. This was just a random person, no, but I just thought it was funny. Y'all had a thing. I just even. I'm just so curious. Did the girl, maybe she was like, I want to name her Remy. And then I wonder if he was like, <gasps> like, I wonder if he was like, oh, yeah, babe. Or or if he was also like, yes, I love that name. I mean, it's a stunning name. It's also, stunning. maybe I have never, never come up in his brain ever again. No, that's weird. Every time he's like, Remy, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Me with Lulu. I'm like, Lulu. Lulu. Good girl, good, good Lulu. Lulu. Good girl, Remy. <laughs> Remy, don't eat your shit. <laughs> Remy, no. Stop eating your no. shit, Remy. That is weird. That's weird. That's <sighs> weird. No, I, I don't think it's that weird. I just thought it was funny. No, that's like, it's funny. It's hilarious. That's weird. That's just like, <laughs> even if I named, even if I loved the name of someone who just liked me, let's say I didn't like them back. I still would be like, no, that's weird. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, maybe. <laughs> I just thought it was a silly anecdote to share with the class. No, it's hilarious. Are you kidding? Hope they're well. Again. <laughs> Has anyone named um Alicia? No. <laughs> that doesn't really fit for a dog name. <laughs> My mom had a name a dog named Michelle. <laughs> I would <laughs> Wait, let's talk about first pets. Um, uh, well, my first pet was Buster. Buster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was a dog? He was a chow Australian shepherd mix. Oh, my first pet 
was technically my turtle, Henry. Henry! Yes. The red-eared slider. Yes! <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. Sorry, I keep screaming. It's so annoying. Yes, <laughs> the red-eared slider. He was um, a beautiful turtle who lived a long, long life. Um, we were actually talking about first pets at my um, birthday dinner. And I would love to have Ollie and Cal come back and for us to share those those stories again. No, that... I forget how long we were talking about. I was crying with tears. I was, it was crying. So funny. Like I think everyone's first pet stories are just so funny. Would you like to tell the story about your birds for the listeners I'll today? S- I'll save that one. Save that for the I'll episode. Save that okay. one. <laughs> I feel like there's random things people are like. I like. There's times where I think I've said everything on this podcast because we've done it for so long. But then random stories like that will pop up, and then people go. Alicia, you had birds? She had like 30 birds at one time. I want everyone to know. She had a full aviary. I didn't even know that's what you call them, but yes, we did. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, well, then I guess we'll save that for next time. We Sorry to keep it. you at the edge of your seats I with know. our bird story. I know you're so cute. I think they're still hung up on the Remy thing. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Good girl, Remy. <laughs> Remy Such bad. good girl. Remy, give kisses. And it's a ween. Give kisses, it's Remy. It's a ween. <laughs> On that note, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Pretty Basic. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, um, you know, leave some comments below. And that's, 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 that's it. That's it. That's all, folks. Catch you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye.